Five years ago, 12-year-old Tamir Rice was shot and killed in a public park by a Cleveland police officer. The incident quickly became a rallying point for a growing national conversation about violence against black people at the hands of the police. I'm Ideastream's David C. Barnett, and as we approach the anniversary of the boy's death, we explore how Tamir has become a source of artistic inspiration. Tamir Rice had just stood up from a picnic bench underneath a gazebo at Cadell Park when a squad car pulled up alongside him. The officer who shot the boy said he was reaching for a weapon, which turned out to be a replica toy gun with its orange safety tip removed. This newly released surveillance video shows the final moments of 12-year-old Tamir Rice's life. Amanda King was a law student at the time. I was just getting out of class and I got an email from the Black Law Students Association saying that the child had been murdered at a recreation center on the west side. The shooting provoked a bitter debate across the country. Activists called it a murder. A Cleveland police consultant's report stated that the officer had an objectively reasonable motive to fire. Amanda King's reaction was to turn to the arts as a vehicle for social change. And that day really told me to break the rules. Her goal ever since has been to foster a new generation of social activists via the art of photography. She started an organization called Shooting Without Bullets. The plan was to help young Clevelanders document the reality of their lives in pictures. Artists are setting the moral standard for this country in a way that some lawyers and people in the legal community are not. The Cadell gazebo where Tamir was shot was removed from Cleveland in 2016 and relocated to Chicago where another artist turned it into a very different form of art. This is the gazebo where 12-year-old Tamir was playing. This design was done by Theaster Gates, our founder. Julie Yost is director of public programming at the Stony Island Arts Bank, a museum and cultural center founded on Chicago's south side by artist Theaster Gates. He arranged to have the structure moved when he heard that the city of Cleveland was planning to demolish it. I think it's a tribute to Tamir. It is a memorial to him, but I do also think that it is more of that. It's a, it's a living object that can contextualize this ongoing issue of racial violence on black and brown young people. And that's as relevant to Chicago as it is to Cleveland, unfortunately. Tamir Rice's story has motivated artists around the nation. In 2017, Grammy Award-winning trumpeter Terrence Blanchard staged a multimedia production in Cleveland, partially based on the boy's death. Earlier this year, L.A.-based E.J. Hill created an art installation in Switzerland called the University of St. Tamir. And last year, Chicago artist Michael Rakowitz set up a special exhibit in Cleveland related to the leaving of objects at the gazebo, such as teddy bears, candles, and handwritten letters. I mean, it leaves me speechless when I see a makeshift memorial anywhere because it happens as an impulse of people's grief. Rakowitz's idea was for people to collect orange-colored items from their lives so that they could be put on display at a Cleveland gallery. His objective was to highlight the removal of the orange safety tip from the toy gun that Tamir was holding when he died. But Rakowitz says the accumulation of personal objects had an unanticipated significance. This exhibition featured the orange objects that Clevelanders would surrender um, as a kind of votive. Um, as a kind of surrogate for their mourning. Tamir Rice's mother, Samaria, also wants the arts to be part of her son's legacy. 
She's looking to open the Tamir Rice Afrocentric Cultural Center in the city's St. Clair Superior Arts District. Theaster Gates, Michael Rakowitz, and Amanda King will be part of an event this week at the Cleveland Museum of Art to promote that effort. And so we as a community are going to gather and we are going to celebrate Tamir's life. We are going to comfort his family and we are going to come together to talk about how do we move forward and how do we use the arts as a tool to have this conversation. It's time to lose respectability politics. David C. Barnett, 90.3 WCPN.